me find. Go ahead, Ryan. Take another sip for us. We got to start this episode off right. right. Yeah, feel a little, feel a little parched. You parched? Give it to us. This got got a little bit of that desert hole. You know. (laughs) Come on, Patreon. Patreon, get ready. Ryan's about to take a sip, a Mm. sip of heaven for all of us. Ah, yeah. Oh, I felt good. Felt good, guys. Now you can give us the introduction to the show, Ryan. Feel free. Whenever you're ready, you could just, you know, chime right in with the classic hello Hmm. that we haven't gotten in a while. What's up, cunt pounders? (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite metal band. Yeah, the old cunt pounders? Yeah. We are court pounders. Good night. It was One, also two, three, my four. my favorite uh, Smoky Mountain wrestling <laughs> tag team. Ooh. Yeah, man. When they went up against the gangsters, that was some classic shit. Yeah, right the court pounders. Man, I'll tell you what. What? What's your favorite tag team? I love the cunt pounders. <laughs> Why do you like them? They pound cunts. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're a couple of good old American boys is pounding cunts wherever they go. Yeah, that everybody. That was always one of my favorite. Uh, slash cringiest things about like the old WWF pay-per-views when like Todd Pettengill would go out and like interview these kids. Now, who do you think's going to win? Bam Bam Bigelow or Lawrence Taylor? Lawrence Taylor's going to win. Why? Because Bam Bam Bigelow's not good. <laughs> that <to laughs> like, like that would be like the responses. I like the Bushwhackles. <laughs> he licked me once. I like the Bushwhackles. I, I didn't realize how much I like when the bushwhackles would lick me until they <laughs> licked me. I like turtles. I like turtles. They should. There should be a meme of the bushwhackers, and it looks like a salt lick for a deer, oh. but it's just a child hanging there. And then, because <laughs> the bushwhackers were known, they would just come up and lick a a person's face. Yeah, they sure did. They actually Ugh. started COVID back in 1991. Oh, Britain. all right. What are they from New Zealand, right? New Zealand, yeah. Crikey. Whoa. Did you ever see the what whatever the bushwhacker is, the one that's currently alive? Uh, Luke. Uh, the one that's not dead. Yeah. Yes. Luke. He does he does a commercial for this toy store in uh, Columbus, Ohio called Big Fun. Wow. And it's just him walking around. He's like, We have all the big we all the all the collectibles. Whoa. And it's like him. <laughs> It's like because a bunch of wrestlers will stop in that that store, so I guess they probably paid him. But uh, if you ever in Columbus, Ohio, big fun, literally from floor to ceiling, toys whoa, everywhere. Whoa. I actually got to spend a whole day with him uh, in Florida. I think I told you guys I shot that pilot. That uh, as of now, it's fucking wherever, nowhere. But um, there's a group of uh, wrestling legends, and Luke is one of them. What a cool dude! Like he's in his seventies now. And I remember we're like, he was telling us all these stories, just blowing my mind. And at one point I just go, Hey, have you thought about writing a book? He's like, actually, mate, I, my book is done. It's going to be coming out. And I think, I don't know if it came out yet, but I think it's coming out soon and he's doing something else, but like, he's just the best. Like what a cool guy to be around, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He, he was one of those, uh, mm-hmm. one of the first guys when I was like, really getting into wrestling. Cause like w- when you're a kid and you watch wrestling, you don't have any concept of the age of the wrestlers, really. It's just more like rookies and veterans. That's kind of how it's described. Like, when they debuted in WWF, they were, like, already, like, 47, 48 years old. They had been wrestling, like, death matches for 30 years. Like, they're, 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 they're some badasses. Well, that's if, funny because people were surprised, like, well, why'd they do the comedy thing in WWF? It's like, well, because they were the sheep herders and... <laughs> beat the shit out of themselves and everybody else for so many years. The comedy gimmick was easy. There's no mm-hmm. bumps and you lick people. Uh, yeah. The bushwhackers. Like my sex life. <laughs> <laughs> the bushwhackers. Uh, no, you, you're, you're one of the bush lickers. That was your gimmick. Right? Oh yeah. Uh, uh, the bush- I, I, I overgrow. I, I, I want the girl's vagina to look like Trump's ex-wife's gravesite right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. Unmarked and unkempt. <laughs> unkempt. And probably has documents hidden inside it. <laughs> Ryan wouldn't walk down to the ring with his arms up in the air. He would just go. <laughs> I invented what that. What that? Uh, the Bushwhackers Blood, Sweat, and Cheers came out in uh, September of 2022. There you so go. that might be the book you're talking about, Jonathan. It very well goddamn may be, Brent. 
so I will say, fellas, that last night was a big night in our house. Oh my! Go on. Because I finished Mad Men, I finished the series. Mad Men, Mad, Mad Men. Men, and so did producer Mad wife, Mad but Men. she Mad Men, Mad Men. She only you finished, remember that? Started... That reference mean anything to anybody? No. You don't what remember Square? It? You don't remember the show Square One? Nope. It was it was like one of those like uh, edutainment shows that came on after uh, like like when you got home from school. And it was like a Pac-Man parody, but it was like to teach math. And it was Math Man, Math Man, Math Man. And then this little like tornado dude, Mr. Glitch, that chased him. You guys are fucking Johnny, you were like 38 when that show came out. So I know why you didn't watch it. What was it on PBS or something? It was like what, yeah, I think so. I do not remember it square, was one. square one. But square one, but no, but you know what song I do know? Where in the world is Garbage San Diego? Dude, I saw, I think I sent it to you guys, a clip of them performing on some show. They were doing that song, of course. I think that was their only song. Mm-hmm. And man, that deep voice guy was fucking great because they had like different camera angles. And every single time they kicked to him, it was always like <laughs> the angle got more and more creepier. And he would look <laughs> into the camera and go, Garbage San Diego. Like all like, like all super sexual assaulty with his eyes. It was great. So, I, so, so you fi- you finished up Mad Men, finished Mad Men, and uh, how, how, how many? Because I've not watched Mad Men. How how long of a how many uh, episodes? How many uh, versions seasons. of the episode? Seven seasons. Seven seasons. And producer wife finished it as well, but she only started the show halfway through the last season, and she just kept watching. <laughs> Loved <with me>. it. <laughs> so there's like a big plot point. She's like, "What happened there?" And I was like, "Well." I gave her the the way the plot point. And she goes, "Well, I didn't know that." I'm like, "Yeah, that's kind of one of the cruxes of the show." Is yeah, is that well, 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 you missed seven years, babe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I uh, that was a, a show that I I've been wa- picking a show and I watch it all the way through, and then I'm on to the I'm I'm looking for a new show. I have I made a list of shows that I might want to check out. Now tell us, because Ryan and I we don't uh, we don't watch things. So Mad Men. Speak was, for yourself, man. What? what? What are you watching? Hardcore pornography. <laughs> what season are you on? <laughs> I, 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 I binged a lot of it. 13. I, uh, yeah. Well, 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 during COVID, when we got locked in, I finished Pornhub. Like that was mm-hmm. one of the things I was happy about. I finished it. And uh, uh, it was a long series. There was a lot. <laughs> got, got a little weird in the middle, but it had a happy ending. So I recommend it. <laughs> Boom. Good, good He's writing. Got jokes. Thank you. Uh, no, I'm, I'm watching stuff. I'm watching stuff right now. I uh, uh, I, I actually broke my own rule because I want my wife to stay uh, married to me. Um, I think I've talked about it before. I have a rule where I don't like starting to watch shows that aren't finished yet because I don't like having to wait if I really get into it. I don't want to have to wait for the next you thing. You want to be able to binge. Finish it. Uh, but... Uh, old producer Ann was getting a little tired of uh, missing out and not being able to talk about stuff. Because uh-huh. I, I also was being the asshole. I wasn't doing this on purpose, but I'd be like, no, I want to watch that sometime. Yeah, so I yeah. wouldn't let her start watching it. And then mm-hmm. we just wouldn't watch it because it's like, oh, yeah, by sometime, I mean, in 10 years when the series is over. Yeah, that's what I meant. But we watched uh, we just finished up The Watcher today. The Watcher. Oh, that's that Netflix show, right? Correct. Yeah. I don't think I know that one. It's a it's it's a creepy psychological uh, uh, kind of horror thriller, but it's like it's not supernatural, but it kind of lets you think it might be like it, it's very interesting. I, I recommend it. It's uh, it's based on a true story. Hmm. Uh, so is that a are they going to have another season or is that self contained one and one season and done? Well, and the reason I agreed to start watching it is because Anne told me it was self contained. And then I showed her the article that it's been renewed for a second season back in like November. Okay. Ah, so, yeah. Okay. Well, so, tell us about Mad Men, Brent. It's seven. It was seven seasons. What is it? It was about like advertising in the '60s when it uh, guys were smoking cigarettes and when uh, men that, were men. Yeah. When uh, when they the guy to uh, wake up and start drinking whiskey and smoking, then you go uh-huh. into the office in a suit. He drink all day, smoke all day. He come home, and he'd uh, he's gonna cut the grass, but he has to change into his uh, outdoor suit and uh, cut the grass with the one of those mm-hmm. the mower without the the motor on it. 
and he changed into a different suit for dinner because his wife better have it on the table. God damn the right. Whole time he's drinking and smoking. Uh-huh. Uh there you that would be you'd be dead by the time if you every time if you drank every time somebody was smoking or drinking on that show, it's like uh there are several episodes where it's like, oh, we think Don might have a drinking problem. <laughs> and then he like draws a line on the bottle and that's all he's going to drink that day. And they're like, he's back to normal. Wait a minute. You know? So what's the fucking show about though? It's about advertising, right? Like these yeah. people that are supposed to be uh, what, like selling cigarettes or selling tobacco or like they sell tobacco. Yeah. Tobacco? So it's a, it's an advertising agent and it's around uh, Don Draper, but there's of course a cast of characters. Uh, Christina <sighs> Hendricks is in it. There you go. Ooh. Um, uh, Peggy Olson, who is, uh, what's her face now? I can't remember her name, uh, off the top of my head. Peggy Bundy. Peggy no, Hill. it's, uh, <laughs> God damn it. They're, uh, Elizabeth Moss. Okay. Question before you go further, Brent, do you feel like Don Draper and what was his, uh, advertising firm name? Uh, well, it changed a bunch, but, uh, Sterling, uh, Cooper. Okay. Do you think Sterling Cooper would have a use for, a face like Ryan Neemiller sipping on beverages. I think so. Okay. They could they could advertise for Minute Maid. I think that was one of their clients or Sunkissed. Okay. Yeah. Now, 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 do you think that Don Draper um, would ever got mad because the name was too close of uh, Tom Raper? Tom Raper RV. Tom Raper Johnny, RV. are you aware of Tom Raper? Wait a minute. Please tell me this is a real guy in Indiana. One hundred percent a real guy. Tom Raper RV. No, located at Tom Raper Drive. No, he does not call himself Tom Raper. That's his no, real name. That's his Tom real Raper. name. No, he he doesn't call himself that. God called him that. <laughs> I feel like you got to change your name, or at least change the pronunciation. Change it to Rapier. 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 Like, <laughs> rap, yeah, Rapier. Rapper. Um, rap. Oh, he died actually. Thanks for bringing that up. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Good. Thanks a lot, Johnny. From the Indianapolis Star, uh, he died in 2015, but his name was Tom Raper, and <laughs> it's still name... called Tom Raper RV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's a big enough RV place that uh, I can't remember if it's on 465 or 65, but there is a, or maybe on 70 actually. Uh, there is a, an exit sign. That just in big old letters says Tom Raper Drive. <laughs> Tom Raper is survived by multiple other rapers. <laughs> yeah, a lot of lot of, lot of lot of rapers in his family. Hey, are we going to the rapers for dinner tonight? No, we're having that raper boy over. Yeah, you remember what happened? <laughs> She's not dating that raper boy, is she? <laughs> yeah, boy, I sure do like his confidence, though. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah that's he, the that, that's the real he, name. When he died, Raper bequeathed $2.17 million to Indiana University East. And in 2009, the campus renamed Middle Fork Hall as Tom Raper Hall in his honor. Oh, Bullshit. That, that is the, going that to is Raper the, Hall. That is the worst. You, you do not want to get that draw. When, you, when, when, when you're a freshman, you don't want to go to get <laughs> Raper Hall. That is not where you want to be. As if that kind of shit didn't happen enough on college campuses. You got to go to the places. fucking Tom Raper Hall. Of all places to not have your name <laughs> fucking college hall. He, he donated more than a million dollars to Wayne County to build a 5,000 seat exhibition building called Tom Raper Center. Stop it. <laughs> We're going Stop to the Raper it. Center. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> no. He, and uh, he established a $50,000 endowed scholarship fund at Ivy yeah. Tech Community College. Well endowed <laughs> scholarship fund. Uh, yeah, you're on the Raper Scholarship. Yeah. He's also a top donor uh, for the renovation of Civic Hall, giving $250,000 to help turn the gymnasium into state-of-the-art performing arts center. So yeah, it's the, now the, the, the thing that's unfortunate is it sounds like he was a really good dude, or at least good, like very good with his money like he's yeah. like caring with his money but, but he just has has just the worst fucking name like how do oh you make boy. that much money off selling rvs god damn i mean <laughs> we i've never even been to the place and ryan and i both know it's just kind of a thing that's been around yeah it's and, like... and, and plus i would like to think that like like hmm. an rv in my head is similar to like 
a Rolex watch, you only got to sell one of those every couple months, <laughs> and you're and you're doing pretty well. They're they're worth a lot of money because like those really high state of the art RVs are like can be like what two hundred fifty three hundred thousand dollars if not yeah. more. I mean, like, when I went camping a few weeks ago, it was full of those, just full of a hundred thousand dollars every campsite, like crazy. And I do appreciate uh, throughout the country, like no matter where you grew up, there's these local businesses that have their catchphrases or their billboards or their commercials. Like it, it seems like you guys had a shitload. You have Tom Brady. You got that RV. right. Yeah. You have the um, There's more than corn in Indiana, <laughs> Tom Raper RV. There was it, one called uh, uh, Martin Fine Furniture, which was very. Did, Ryan, did you see those commercials? The, the, it sounds vaguely familiar. This guy would go to the same church that I went to as a kid. Uh, he, I would just see him, but you'd always see his local commercials on the local stations. And the, the catchphrase was, you got that right. And it would be like, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. So-and-so, why are the prices so high? And they're all dressed as cowboys in the furniture store. <laughs> and I fell off my horse and hit my head or whatever, you know? We have two good ones. Uh, there's a sports sporting goods store in Pennsylvania that I think it's throughout like my area and like down towards Philly, but their catchphrase, it's a place called Foreman Mills, but they have some guy that always screams, Foreman Mills in like every spot. So that's one you always remember. And then... There's another one that I think was a furniture store up closer where my parents are from, like a little north of the Lehigh Valley. And this catchphrase never made sense to me. I forget what the, the, the name of the company was, but their catchphrase was, we're not in Iden anymore. Like their catchphrase <laughs> was reminding them they're not in whatever fucking town they used to be in. <laughs> but I, I always appreciate when like these local businesses, like the commercials are always bad. But but I like when they at least try to come up with like a catchy theme song that gets stuck in your head, or they or they poorly act their own things. Because mm -hmm. in, in Terre Haute, when I went to college there, there was a lot of those kind of commercials. And Where, I'm where'd trying you to say Raper Hall. Yeah, oh, oh, Raper Hall. <laughs> well, well, it wasn't until I got what? No, <laughs> no, stop. Uh, no, oh, no that, that's not a good joke. Uh, that's a bad joke. Uh, but but like I, I'm gonna see if I can find the one annoying guy. I can't remember what his fucking name was. But almost every commercial, and I've noticed this in almost every small town, it'll be like whoever owns the the car dealership or whatever it is. They, the, what they always do with their commercials is get their ugly little seven year old to be like, and my dad cares or whatever he, bullshit. He has the best in 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 Honda Civics, a guy, a kid <laughs> that can't fucking talk. Yeah. And they put him on TV. And that's what Meanwhile, that's what the, I'm over here sitting on shit. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't haven't worked in months. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Waple all V. Tom Waple all V. That's what the uh, the Einan guy did at one point. He had his uh, he had his chubby kid jump in the commercial with him, where the guy goes, "We're not in Einan anymore," and then his stupid kid jumps in, "We're in whatever, whatever, and done more." Some yeah. stupid shit. I don't know. I'm Tom Waple, all V. You got that white. There's more than Waples in <laughs> Indiana. You're looking at the future of Waples. <laughs> <laughs> well, then Ryan, we had Don's guns. Oh yeah, yeah, that one was uh, uh, relatively famous. Yeah, that guy had a bunch of gun stores, and his catchphrase he'd always do this, like uh, Cactus Jack. Yeah, and he he'd say, uh, "I don't want to make any money. I just love to sell guns." <laughs> Dude, and if you don't I'm buy watching, one, he'll shoot you. I'm watching Martin Fine Furniture, and and the title of the commercial is "Rootin' Shootin'." Mm-hmm. That's God, the one where they're. Where uh wearing uh cowboy shit in it, and that that guy the white with the white hair is Martin. I imagine he's no longer with us. Uh, said uh, I first comment. I miss these commercials. After he passed away, they became so boring. R.I.P. Man, because they kept just hauling his corpse on the camera. <laughs> he was... How many can you have it be funeral themed home before it's? <laughs> <laughs> the plots are us mortuary service. <laughs> Shit. Tom Raper RV, everybody. Is that the title of our episode? I don't think it can be. I don't think I don't think that's gonna do well with the algorithm. <laughs> mm, probably not. Uh so what Don Draper RV. 
right. uh, so, is what okay, it should so, be called. So what are they doing? How, how do you make seven seasons about a bunch of dudes smoking and drinking trying to come up with fucking commercial slogans? Like, how well, does they, that become... You do that, there's drama at home. There's yeah. uh, drama mm-hmm. with the broads because uh, I'm, this is not a huge spoiler, but uh, Don Draper likes to get his thing wet. Now, well, I think it'd be like this drama with the broads because broads always be bitching. Am I right? Well, you ain't yeah. wrong there, fella. Yeah, 2022. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, broads wait a minute. So, broads be bitching. Creep. <laughs> hey, hey, Brent. Did you poop your pants? <laughs> yeah. Quit Call stealing my Patreon bits. Episode. Quit stealing my bits. That's that's, that's Owen's right. joke. You got to join the Patreon if you want to know why that's awesome. Now, as Brent lights up another candle, which one is this? Uh, lilac <laughs> again this week. Wow, still rocking the lilac. Now, why do you choose to do it mid-episode? Is the Because I forget to light it at the beginning of the episode. I like Fair good enough. smells. I, 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 I thought you, just, you get so worked up when you're doing the show, you develop a little bit of a stank. That too. I mean, it was so humid in Little Rock this past week. It'd be like 95 at night. Mm. Okay, before I say what reveal what kind of hotel I'm in, tell us about the Looney Bin in Little Rock. Brent, is it uh, Ryan, is this the one that you did where uh where Yatesy some lady stormed out angry and drunk at him? Correct. Yes. This is, so this were, is a rowdy room. Rowdy room. And they were rowdy. Uh, uh, I have not uh garnered clips from it yet, uh, but I, I need to go through the tapes and find them. Uh, I had some fun shows, but every show had some sort of like fucking thing I had to overcome or deal with. Some of them were fun. Some of them were terrible, but there was a, I couldn't just do my bits. The check drop in that room, Ryan, would yeah. you agree? The yeah. check drop for the uninitiated is when the checks come out and then people don't pay attention to the show for yeah. a while because. And, 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 and ah, I want to say something that like. I always feel I need to add the caveat. I grew up in a small town trailer park. I am one of these people. But there are certain towns that you perform in where the check drop is going to be a bigger ordeal because these motherfuckers don't know how to math. Mm. Like, that- like, 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 like watching people in Little Rock. And again, they were fun crowds. A lot of people love them. But like, I don't know if they all math so good, Brent. <laughs> I don't math so good and I just lay down a card, but yeah. I have the, you know, I, I have the, the luxury of being in a massive debt. So it, you know, you don't have to pay it if you put it on a credit card. So credit card that. is free money. <laughs> but yeah, it was just hot as balls. I brought uh, young David Brooks with me, Ryan. Uh, who know. I don't like, and not just because he's black, mm-hmm. but that is the primary reason. <laughs> 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 and for anyone who's listening, that sounds terrible, but that's literally David and I's jokes. I love David very much, but every time yeah. I see him, I'm like, oh, this is a club that lets black people in or some version of that. David's very funny. And I'm so glad that he got the ankle bracelet off so that he can travel with you now. He, he literally was on house arrest. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that sounds like another racist joke, but no, he literally was on house arrest when he was doing comedy. He has a for great a backstory for comedy. So between David and your other guy, your other buddy who just released a special, that means you guys have two friends of color. That's impressive. We we, we know both of the black Mm. comics in Indiana. We know. And the last time I was there, I brought Dwight, the other black guy. So there you go. Yes. Uh, But yeah, so I it was a long long Wednesday to Saturday, long week. I did radio and TV with. Pool boy. Oh, pool boy. Wait, you did a Wednesday through Saturday? There was a Wednesday show? Yeah. When you don't draw like you do, Ryan, they make you do a Wednesday. Oh, okay. Well, good. And there were no less than two shows where you walk out and there was piles of puke in the parking lot. <laughs> a boy. Uh, so yeah, and uh, I will say uh, shout out to Roger. He let let it be known that he's a freeloading cuck. He only listened. He said he, uh, he, I think he lived an hour away and he said, I was listening to you guys on the way to the show. Yeah. Uh, and he, he made it be known that he was a cuck. He well, is a cuck. Well, we've well, never yeah. Had a, yeah. We've never had a Roger on the Patreon. That's a guarantee. Well, well, well yeah. we, we, we always want to make it clear that like we love everyone that listens to the show, but if you only listen to the free version, you are a cuck. Yep. Free that, load is just, even. that is just how that works. That's right. You will watch for free Ryan open his mouth, stick out his tongue, 
and sip on the beverage of his choosing. And as we, that's right. You're, you're getting gifted that. Uh, then there was another, there was a patron and uh, Ryan, I'm told that you said it was, it was uh, Amanda. Is that who you said? I, I believe, yes. If, she, if it's the same pe person who big timed me, it's too good to, to stop and see me. When I was in Little Rock, couldn't stand in the line. It was her friend, her friend's leg, which is better now. Thank God. I checked in on wow. her. Wow. Because she just had surgery and couldn't uh, stand for very long in your long-ass merch lines. Well, by the time well, I get well, to the well, loony look, bin, she'll I'm be running. Fat, I'm fat with bad knees, and I can't stand very long, but I still showed up and did my time. Yeah, but only when you stand for 50 minutes a day, Ryan, you can do that. <laughs> yeah, it's the only 50 minutes. I'm, I'm literally wheeled onto stage <laughs> and stand there. Very much like uh, Hannibal Lecter and yes. they undo your straps. <laughs> and then my straps. I tell my dick jokes and they strap me back up. That stool they had was the most rickety ass stool I've ever seen. And I don't know if it was the same way when yeah. you were there, Ryan, but it only is a factor because in a couple weeks, because you fuck it. No, well, yeah. I do. I said, <laughs> yeah. I can't hump this. It's going to break. <laughs> but uh, Mo Alexander is going to be at the club. They need a stronger and stool. Hey, Mo a third a third black guy we know. A th we know a That's third. awesome. We, we fought. We got bingo. Mo, and Mo <laughs> sits on the stool the whole time. But I, I'm not, I don't, you know, Mo is a bigger gentleman, Johnny. Okay. M M Mo uh, is probably one of the funniest dudes I've ever met in my life. Yes, and and he, and he's a big old man, <laughs> big man, and he has pet possums. Oh, he's a he's a rotund individual, and he's got pet possums in the house. Yep. I, I believe they're in the house. Yep. But so I I said when you're gonna have to get a better stool when Mo gets here because I would have broken that stool, and I'm you're gonna need a much bigger stool. We're gonna need a bigger stool. <laughs> uh, hey, I just I just made a big stool. I was gonna say. <laughs> I'm going to leave a bigger stool. Hold on, Brett. Did you poop your pants? <laughs> Quit stealing my jokes, Johnny. <laughs> That's what I'm here to do. I'm not going to write my own. Oh, uh, and I would do, I did one show. I did callbacks to David jokes. Uh, and I, I said them the best I could without saying the N word multiple times, which is what David says. And then uh, one of the comment cards says the headliner stole the features jokes. <laughs> And what, what I was doing was merely calling back to his jokes to make it seem like a more cohesive show where all the comics are friends. But she had to write on the comic card multiple times, Headliner Stole Features Jokes. Boy, yeah. headline, Little Rock sure seems like a uh, well-educated city with these audiences. Yeah, I, 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 I always love how a lot of like, like comedy, like if they're more casual comedy fans who don't get like what a callback is mm -hmm. that literally think that or, or, or like the amount of times that like comedians will get accused of stealing a joke just because they heard the other joke first. Mm -hmm. But like, uh, I, like I, I, I put up a, a clip a few months ago it was from my AGT set, my tornado joke and uh, dusty Slay, who is a good friend of mine and a super funny guy. So you have a good had, time over there. Yeah. He's having a good time. He, he I guess he has a tornado joke cause he grew up in a trailer park as well. And they're like similar, but I wrote my joke in like 2007, like a decade before I knew Dusty. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's a case of like, like what it is. It's parallel, thought. parallel thinking. Yeah. We both grew up in a trailer park. It's not crazy to think that a tornado joke would be something that two trailer park guys thought of. But then like there, just a couple comments. Too bad you stole that from Dusty. Oh. No, bitch. You saw Dusty's joke first. There could That's be all a, that means. We didn't, no one stole it from anybody. You just uh, saw his first. Didn't you tell that joke on fucking AGT? Like, what other kind of validation can you ask for? I told that joke, <clears> Johnny, <throat> probably when we were doing shows together in 2007. Like, I know you the, did. Yeah. The, the first versions of that joke were in my first, like, 10-minute set. Mm. Like, I'd been using that joke for a long time. There and could I, be... And I'm not saying Dusty stole it either. That's not don't no. I don't want yeah. anyone to go to Dusty. I like, am. I'm calling what? out Dusty Slay. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Slay. I'm gonna get Tom Raper RV after your ass. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna take you to Raper Hall, and then we'll see what's up. That's Tom right, Raper, about to, do your thing. We're about to give you a tuition. <laughs> Dude. There could be a, a black and white video of George Carlin on Merv Griffin, and then a new 
uh, clip from this week of a comic doing the same bit. And if somebody saw the, the new clip first, they'd be like, can you believe George Carlin stole his joke? Stole your joke. Yeah. And it's like, like it just, and, and like, I don't argue with people like that because they don't get the, it's not worth arguing like how comedy works. Yeah. To someone like that. But you're just like, Jesus, fuck, man. Like, no, we both just talked about the same thing. That's it. Oh, oh yeah. That's my, my, my outlook is like, I understand if someone comes up to you and says, Hey, I've been doing this joke forever. It's an identical joke. You go, all right, cool. I'm done with it. But dude, think about comedy. There's too many goddamn comics in this world. There's so many comics. You're going to have parallel thinking. My thought process is if you write the joke and you know, you wrote the joke, keep telling the fucking joke. Unless you're on the same show with that same person who has a similar joke. That's just my opinion. Even there are clips of it. There are videos of the Simpsons and family guy. And Family Guy did the joke after, but it was like a similar joke that the Simpsons had already done. And I doubt that they stole it. I just think it's hard to watch all of everything. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like, like who the, who on, on, like what comic is watching thousands of hours of tape of other comics just to make sure that no one else had a similar thought? Dude, there's a there's a Netflix special just dropped like a few weeks ago of a comic who's pretty well blown up now. I mean, he's got a Netflix special and I'm like halfway through it. And this is no disrespect to him, but like half of the premises and even the punchlines on this special are all punchlines I've heard before because they're very general punchlines. They're very general setups. And the punchlines are pretty much like they're not they're not anything we all haven't heard before. And it's on Netflix. So who the fuck cares? Well, in all fairness, I'm the one who first came up with women be shopping. I know you did. Yeah, and the nutty professor uh, stole that from me. That is track three on Mr. Turkey is uh, women be shopping. And <laughs> <do be> <laughs> uh, no disrespect to whatever that joke, Ryan, but if you were going to be a joke thief. Oh, Mr. you Turkey. have the album. Right? Why do you have that album right there? Uh, I've been looking for someone to sell it to. <laughs> for a, a, a coaster? He's, I don't even no, he's, he's, my he, as on. you know, Brent, when it comes to Mr. Turkey, you have one to listen to and one to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. is, is track number two or three, Women Be Shopping? Uh, it's two. Two. Okay. There you can, go. Can, can, I, can I just read through the uh, the the track listing? Just so everyone yes. You could, get a, yeah, if you want if, to. Because when did this come out, Brent? When did you? Eight years ago, because I just got a notification on Facebook that it had been eight years, and I showed producer wife, and she said that was a long time ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago here. So let's let's see here. Uh, Track one, real OG. Mm -hmm. Track two, women be shopping. Three is Mr. Turkey. Four, David Copperfield. Yeah, am I right? Uh, Five, Brent Mobile. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like Six, that. Invisible friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven, Uncle Frank. I miss Uncle Frank. I miss your little comic strip you used to do. Yeah, I haven't done Uncle that in Frank. a while. Wait, you did a comic strip named Uncle Frank? Yeah, it's about my Uncle Frank character. You, you drew a comic strip? It was on a th- there on the inside of that album. Uh, Ryan is a comic strip, <clears throat> but it was a, a program called Tune Do D O O, where you could design your characters. Oh, if you can read it there. And then, yeah, so that the caption there is he's laying on the couch in his underwear and his uh, nephew, Dustin, who we named after a cousin that I have named Dustin. Uh, it says you're, you're real creative. Uh, yeah. Uncle Frank, the new Brenda Hune album's out. Yeah, I heard it. Sucks. <laughs> yep. So eight is revenge. Mm-hmm. Nine is ghost hunting. Yep. Oh, 10 tarantula. Mm hmm. 11, Jessica. Yep. 12, Coney Danza. Hey, now. 13, Jonathan Peepers. Mm-hmm. 14, <laughs> Uncle Frank's Night Before Christmas. Wow. This sounds like a concept album. I'm really digging it. Three. There are three characters. John, Coney Danza, uh, Uncle Frank's Night Before Christmas was in, you know, the voice of the character. And then Jonathan Peepers, who was a blind man. And I would go up on stage uh, and dress uh, like having the glasses on and somebody would bring me up on stage. And for about the first minute, I would face the wrong way on stage. <laughs> <laughs> and then until they came back up and turned me around, I haven't done that character in a while. Uh, but I doubt that people would like it since I'm faking blind. 
Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know I where mean, the line is drawn with that, you know. It was I, a I, different I, time back then. I, I, mean, I mean, I'm a, I, I already told you guys what a big fan I was of Indiana State's try on a disability day. <laughs> so, uh, that's true. So yeah, just just try it on, Brent. Uh, I, I do want to. Uh, I was going to give you permission to do mm-hmm. it because, like, I I am a handicap guy, so I'm allowed to bestow permission. Yeah. My black but, friend said I could do the handicap. Basically, so, yes. But uh, but I'm not in the thank yous, Brent. I don't think I even knew you back then. I did uh, know you, but not that yeah, well. Yeah, because th- I I did a set on the release party of the. No, you uh, didn't. I 100. <laughs> no, did, you Brent. didn't. Why do you think I have a copy of this? You think I fucking bought it? You think yeah, I gave I, you money? <laughs> I charged you full price. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm hurt, uh, Brett. I'm hurt. I'm finding those all over the place of ones that I'd never sold and can never sell now because nobody has CD. Uh, and Little Rock, somebody said, yeah, you have a CD? And I said, no, sir. I don't CD's have a CD. nuts. He's <laughs> nuts in your mouth. And then I said, I'm about to finish uh, Mad Men. Mad Men. Yeah, in your mouth. So the, the long, long story with Mad Men is I'm looking for a new show because I made a list mm-hmm. of stuff. That How I about we uh watch. uh do do you have the list with you? Maybe you can yes. read some more often. And it's funny we'll that you say that. Yes. Right uh, and, and then we'll uh maybe we can have uh the patrons vote on what you watch next. There's a uh, oh. many many uh options, but the first one could be a show that I would watch or a place I would eat at called Twin Peaks. Okay. I uh, think that show was was that like borderline paranormal or some weird shit? I think was it happening? was yeah, it's David I Lynch. Think it, I think it was very obviously paranormal. Like people that. said if you like Lost, which I do, they'll then you'll like Twin Peaks. Now, now, didn't Twin Peaks come back for like a season a couple years uh, and ago? And then they had a movie. Yeah. So I think it's come and come and gone a couple times. Yeah. Uh but Sons of Anarchy. Uh okay. So, so I got through about three seasons of Sons of Anarchy, and then just life happened. I fell off. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, the other one was uh, X-Files. Yeah, that's a show I regret not ever watching. I heard it's awesome. I looked at it. It's 11 seasons. That's Fuck a big yeah. commitment. It See, is. The, the only thing I would be nervous about, because I think some of those older shows hold up well. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, I've, I'm still going through Golden Girls right now. I think a lot of that comedy still holds up really well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. X-Files, I, I'm wondering, because, like, sci-fi stuff can come off really hokey <clears> in <throat> time. So so I'd be curious what that's like. Because I never really watched it. So I'd be curious what it would be like in 2023. Well, we just covered an episode on the Coming to Get You horror movie podcast. Uh, and it was Final Destination, which was a takeoff of uh, an X-Files episode. And then uh, we also had Vince Gilligan, who created uh, uh, Breaking, Bad, Breaking Bad. Oh. oh, okay. Sorry. And uh, that's how we met Brian Cranston was on The X-Files. Uh, so I, I've tried to watch The X-Files a couple times. I do love paranormal and conspiracy stuff and go, and uh, aliens. I just never stuck with it. So, and But that was the same with... Um, madman so maybe i'll have to try it another one oh, i had was six feet under i was gonna say brent you better start watching now because pretty soon the aliens are gonna take over and if you don't know your x-files you're gonna be up shit's creek i know that's it take uh, me you, now you should also watch shit's creek uh we did we after, have i've seen it uh better call saul which mm-hmm. i've started a couple times and just haven't finished now have you watched breaking bad yes okay. i've seen that three times oh, okay that's how much uh, I've wasted my life. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Fargo. So I saw first season. Didn't see the rest of it. The Shield. The Americans. Hannibal. Oz. Boardwalk Empire. Rome. Cheers. Justified. I, do you plan on watching all these in life? Or just is just like a... I just... Uh, those are like if I go to the gym, I have put on a show at the gym and, and watch. So it's two birds. Okay. One stone. So basically, uh, he'll never watch them because he's not going to the gym. Yeah, mm. I'm still on uh, halfway through the first season of uh, Leave It to Beaver. Right. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that's a just just stuff that I always wanted to watch. So I don't know which one I'll watch. Uh, I guess it depends on because like there's a, there's a spectrum there of the type of show. Yeah. Because, like, I, I wouldn't say Oz is going to put you in the same mood as Cheers. Yeah, Dave, David uh, Brooks, old Brooksy, said you should watch Oz. 
but there's a lot of man rape in it. So there's a lot of man raper RV, Tom Raper RV in there. there. Yeah, that's he he did sponsor a bunch of uh, for profit prisons. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, oh, I'm in the raper ward. That's the most appropriate place. Oh, oh, you got to sign your raper block. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess it depends oh, on like the the, the mood you want to feel, because yeah. like because like I think Anne and I, uh, you know, the Watcher that we just finished is only seven episodes, mm-hmm. but it's like it's it, it's a show that sticks with you. Like like I'm I have to like process shows. I can't. It's hard for me to binge those type of shows because I get all up in my feels mm-hmm. in my head, and it's like mm-hmm. you know, like I'm still thinking about shit weeks later from episodes that we watch, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like the next show we have that we're going to watch has to be a little more jovial. You know, we, we're, we're yeah. halfway through the office, which is like more casual. But the next thing we start, I think it's got to be something a little more lighthearted. That's yep. like, because mm-hmm. like heavy stuff can get to you with your show, especially when you only get so much free time. Mm-hmm. You need to decide if you want to make it be heavy or not. Mm-hmm. That's uh producer wife will say, uh, no, no horror tonight. Got to watch something a little lighter. So she no, will put on no, The Office. No whores either. No whores tonight. No, no whore. you knew when we, you married me what kind of man I was. A horror whore. On a very rare occasion when producer Mo and I do actually sit down and watch something, most of the time she won't stay awake. But like if, if she chooses. So I already, I put myself in the, uh, what, what's it? I, I dug, dug a hole. What's it called? I put myself behind the eight ball. Uh, all those phrases. Um, uh, you're behind the, you're a bitch. Yes. I, I put myself in the movie doghouse. All right. Our <laughs> second date, um, she drove up to my place and we just went out for like dinner and I said, Hey, do you want to watch a movie? She goes, sure. Um, she didn't tell me at the time. She's not really a big sit down and watch a movie person and neither am I, but like, I was like, she okay. She just wanted to be with you. It's what she wanted. Yeah, which much like every other woman in the world. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that baby faced assassin laying pipe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Tom Raper RV. Um, <laughs> so I put on this movie called Defive Bloods because it had just come out and it's with Delroy Lindo and um, Isaiah uh, Whitlock. Also, um, the guy played Black Panther who passed away. Uh, he's in it. Yeah. Okay. So it's an amazing, like the performances are amazing, but it's about these five Vietnam vets, four Chadwick Vietnam vets, Bozeman. Chadwick Bozeman, these four Vietnam vets who go back to Vietnam for like a fun trip, like a reunion kind of a thing. Like the hangover, but for P- with PTSD. Yeah, it gets fucking serious and sad and violent. Delroy Lindo should have won like five Oscars. I think he did win something. He should have won every Oscar. He was so good in it. But it was like so uncomfortable. It was like almost as uncomfortable. Like you ever watch Eight Millimeter with Gandolfini? Yeah, and Nicolas Nick Cage. I never want to see that movie ever again. It made me feel so disgusting. The Five Bloods was very much like that, and she didn't know what to say because it was only her second date, so she didn't want to be brutally honest with me. But like to this day, anytime I'm like, do you want to watch a movie? She's like, yeah. You don't pick. I'm like, Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I I had a similar uh, experience once, but the uh the other way with that uh with the movie choice so uh, i was not it was not an official date so brent uh, i don't know how familiar you are with Terre Haute, but there is an all-girls college there uh called saint mary of the woods college we took oh, a field yeah. trip there in uh, grade school yeah it, it is a it, it's a it's an awesome campus because it was like from like everything's from like 1861 or whatever mm-hmm. like like uh, apparently, like, like I learned a lot about the campus just because I, I used to do a lot of theater there. They would, because uh, they, they they needed men to play, for, come like, in and play the women. Yeah, to play the chicken. women. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, to gr- to groom the children. Uh, they had to get started right. But uh, uh, apparently, they have like all these like crazy expensive statues that are just hidden in a vault because they can't afford to insure them to put them out because they're just mm-hmm. like so crazy. Like all this cool stuff. We, we found these like bomb shelters from World War II that still had rations and shit in them. Gave me a tummy ache. How did you find those? Did you just go wandering through buildings? You, you just sort of like, we, we are friends with like the groundskeeper kind of thing and like the, the really? maintenance guys. and, and like, uh, like under the theater, uh, it's, it's just cool old building. Mm-hmm. There was just like a basically a, a, a extended big like 
for lack of a better word, it was a crawl mm. space. I wouldn't want to say it's a, a basement because it's not like a full thing. Yeah. But there's just all this like storage shit. And there was these old like World War II uh, era MRE kind of stuff. It was it's, it's a fascinating place to go around, but that's not the point. Um, so I, I had a crush on this girl in college who incredibly religious. It was not going to ever work. Yeah. I, 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 I know that now, but I like when you're. 21 you're like she's cute has boobies that's enough mm-hmm. that's all i need uh so uh, uh i sort of organized uh, a couple of my buddies who are also doing the theater stuff there and then some of the girls from there to kind of go on a big like group outing to see a movie and at the time i was a uh, a big fan of uh, cuba gooding jr yeah uh, I, I just thought he for whatever reason he was funny and everything i, I like even though he, i guess he's kind of been determined that he's pretty much a creep in real life but he was super funny in rat race i thought he was the funniest thing in rat race and i guess what <laughs> movie you saw oh yes was it radio it was not radio okay. no <laughs> okay. even, even worse because at least that would have had some kind of story the movie i took uh them all to was boat trip wow and that movie's so bad so, so bad. bad it's not so, so the premise of this movie just to give you an idea of how bad this movie is going to be seven percent on rotten yeah. tomatoes <laughs> yeah is that uh, kuba gooding jr um wants to basically hook up with this girl but the only way he can spend time with her is by pretending he's gay so that he can be on an all-women's cruise because gay people and so yeah, he, he convinces a uh, uh, basically convinces this woman that he's like, you know, that she converted him it's like she was his mm, first You flipped me. Yeah, that was the thing. But there, the one scene I specifically remember, cause it, it's it's really bad, like cheesy shock. You think like this is the era of like American Pie and like all those kind of like shock yeah. comedy where there's this old. Did he slut- fuck a cucumber? No, cl- cl- uh, close. Uh, there's this old slutty woman who is hitting on Cuba Gooding Jr. the whole time. Um, and just she wants to show him that she has no gag reflex. Mm-hmm. And for an uncomfortable, like, it felt like five minutes. I don't know mm-hmm. that it was that long in real life. She's deep throating the end of a baseball bat over and over <laughs> again. <laughs> uh. and, and, like, it's happening for an uncomfortable amount of time. And, like, I remember, like, turning to my buddy, uh, Brandon. Uh, who was with me and I was like I don't think this is going to work out for me <laughs> <laughs> boat trip Fuck, I, I ended know. up getting that movie on DVD for free and I just refused to watch it it just looks so bad and so I ridiculous. think we should do a Patreon watch along of boat trip it's actually it's, not a bad idea it's like a, the ringer but for gay people yeah it, it's, it's like, one of the worst movies like not it, like it was an offensive premise in like 2003 or whenever it came out mm-hmm. yeah like let alone now <laughs> like like that that was still the era where it was funny to call your your friends gay you gay <laughs> yeah like that was still an ex- appropriate joke then and the movie was offensive then so it's awful like awful. how the how the ringer even came out like i've seen yeah. the ringer at least once and it's just Oh God! Johnny Knoxville's fakes uh, mentally handicapped so he could be in the Special Olympics and so he could win. Yeah, yeah which was a South bookie. Park episode as well. Yes, because he was he was trying to save his buddy Stavi's hand, and he had this like piece of shit degenerate bookie who was trying to fix the Special Olympics, and he was playing a guy named Jeffy. It was all just. <laughs> Anyways, we gotta go, guys. Take a wild guess what hotel I'm in. You see all this glory behind me. Uh, uh, that, well, there's two beds, so I'm going to go with the double tree. Uh, I'll give I'm, you one. Go ahead, I'm, Ryan. Well, I was going to say, I think that looks. Uh, you're in a, a in a red roof inn. Okay, well, that's uh, far too nice. There is first class Ryan Neemiller. There's five star Johnny Laquasto, and now there's Cookie Heaven, motherfucking Johnny Laquasto, oh, double uh, tree. Boo, boo, boo. <laughs> I nailed it. Uh, eat that cookie. Uh, deep throat that cookie for us. <laughs> yeah, that's my boy. All right, Brent, put yourself over. Brentcomedy.com coming up August 26th, I think, on my calendar. Adult summer camp in Nashville, Indiana. It's all it's an all weekend thing. If you wanna if you wanna bring a tent, 
I'll be pitching a tent myself in a different way. Hey, uh, comedy, music, sweating your balls off. There will be a real chef there making our meals. Uh, and uh, this week on the the field trip with Brent Trahune, hosted uh, by no, actually, uh, this week on uh, they're coming to get you horror movie podcast. We cover Freddy versus Jason. Okay, then right in income. Yes, <laughs> I'm funny. Did you poop your pants? <laughs> <laughs> uh cripplethreat.com cripplethreat8 on all the socials uh the 25th of this month i'm at fort bliss i don't have the link for it yet but i guess tickets will be available for the public uh they're doing like the, the first set of tickets goes out for the military base first uh but yeah, that's 25th. bullshit they get yeah. enough stuff for free <laughs> free college and now this <laughs> and they get they don't have to see their families for long periods of time that's Lucky. stupid September 8th and 9th, Hyenas Comedy Club in Fort Worth, Texas. October 7th, Rolling Hills Casino in Corning, California. They've officially announced me now. October 13th through 15th, Portland Retro Gaming Expo. I will be doing a show. I will be doing a panel. Uh, the other person I know who's going to be there, for anyone who's into video game type stuff, uh, the angry video game nerd is also going to be there doing his own stuff. So it's a big, cool event. Buy some video games. Come uh, see me do a panel. I'm very excited to do that. November 3rd, Diamond Joe Casino in Dubuque, Iowa. Uh, November 4th, Or Dock Brewing Company in Marquette, Michigan. And uh, November 5th, Lexington Village Theater, Lexington, Michigan. Get them tickets right now or I'll slap your dick right off. Uh, and Amazon Prime and Tubi for my special Unarmed and Dangerous. And Ryan, give people another sip of that drink. Come on now. It's empty, but I'll try. <laughs> Give the people what they want. Oh, listen to that straw. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Patreon.com slash cafeteria pod. Uh, Jay Quasto on the social. Special is coming out soon. Please find my YouTube. Follow me on the YouTubes, like in the cartoons. <laughs> the special will be coming out soon. Just got my animated graphic done for the beginning. So pretty pumped about that. Um, other than that, I have the perfect ending for. For the first time ever, we're going to finish, a, and as always, with a comment from a patron. How about that, okay. guys? Okay. Okay. And as always, Mike Hawk says, the buffet of buffets is a marathon, not a sprint. And like a marathon, I will shit my pants at least once. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brent, Cheers, Mike. <laughs> did you poop your pants? 